Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we've kind of gotten into a rhythm on the podcast of whatever passage of scripture we're in, we actually read um, that passage over the podcast. And I've loved that, but you get to places like today and it's just impossible for me to do that. We don't have enough time uh, because really the next section of scripture is Acts chapter 13, uh, verses 13 through 41. So I'm going to read uh, 13 through 15 for us. Just kind of set it up, and then we're going to talk about what happens the rest of the way. So it says, Paul and his companions set sail from Paphos and came to Perga and Pamphylia. There are so many hard words here, so I just read them fast and hope that I'm right. I don't know. And so John, however, left them and went back to Jerusalem. Then they continued their journey from Perga and reached Antioch and Poseidon. On the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and sat down. After the reading of the law and prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them saying, brothers, if you have any message of encouragement for the people, you can speak. So this is pretty cool here. They're in a synagogue where the law and the prophets are being read. And the men basically, they give Paul and his companions a chance to speak and give a chance to preach. And what we're going to see is, man, Paul does not turn down opportunities to share the gospel, which which I love. So here's what's incredible. We're about to see in verses 16 through 41. And man, I really, I really, really, really hope that you read this on your own and just read through it because what's so cool about it is is this really is Paul's first sermon. And what's amazing is, remember, Paul originally saw what was a Jewish man who knew the scriptures like the back of his hand, right? And he was denouncing who Christ was because Jesus was saying that he was fully God, fully man. He was saying that he's the Messiah and and Saul would have been in the camp saying that this was blasphemy and he he would be saying that this was wrong. But yet here we are seeing through discipleship because it's been a while since... Saul has been converted to Paul. It's been a while since the Damascus Road at this point. We we flip a few pages and it's there, but if you pay attention to other chapters in the Bible where it says that someone stayed there for a year or someone stayed there for a couple months, I mean, this is is not like Paul was saved in chapter 8 and then two days later he's preaching the sermon. But no, he's been discipled. The apostles are teaching him. They're teaching him what Jesus would teach them, and he is beginning to see Scripture in a whole new light. And we see this in his sermon, but because literally he he starts all the way back in the land of Egypt in verse 17. He goes back to the entire bit of Israelite history, and he walks through he walks through Israel uh, being redeemed out of Egypt. He walks through the wandering in the wilderness. He talks about uh, the judges that were reigning over the people, the conquest of the land of Canaan. He, he talks about Samuel, the prophet. He, he talks about when uh, God gave them Saul as a king and then removing Saul and putting in David. And and then he talks about that through the descendants, I love verse 23, from this man, that's David's descendants, according to the promise, God brought the Savior, Jesus, to Israel. And so what's amazing is, is Paul here is preaching and he's saying, hey guys, the, the law and the prophets that you were just reading, that, that has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. That what the church is doing right now is not separated from the Old Testament. We are the continuation and the fulfillment of it through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And this boils down to what he says in verses 32 through 34. I love this. He says, and we ourselves proclaim to you the good news of the promise that was made to our ancestors. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, by raising up Jesus as it is written in the second Psalm, you are my son and today I have become your father. 
And listen to what he says in verse 38 through 39. He says, Therefore, let it be known to you, brothers, that through this man's forgiveness of sins is being proclaimed to you. And everyone who believes in him is justified from everything that you could not be justified from through the law of Moses. What an awesome verse to these Jews, man. He's saying everything that you couldn't be justified from that was in the law of Moses, where you, you couldn't measure up, you couldn't live up to the law, you couldn't live up to the standard that God's word has set. Paul is saying here, through him, everyone who believes in him is justified of everything that you could not be justified from through the law of Moses. So there's really two two things from Paul's sermon that I, I think we can't ignore that we need to take away. And, and honestly, this sermon is, is very similar, if, if we're being honest, to Acts chapter 2's sermon with Peter at Pentecost. Maybe the only difference is Peter is very deliberate in saying that you nailed him to the cross. Uh, Paul doesn't be that, Paul is not that aggressive here in this sermon, even though he talks about Jesus dying for our sins and all of these things like that. Um, but the two things I think that I have to notice here is the connection that Paul makes between the Old and the New Testament. That there's not this disconnect that that the Old Testament from the law and the prophets from the time of Israel um, in Exodus to the to the wandering in the wilderness to the conquest of the land of Canaan to King David, all of that is pointing us towards and getting us moving moving towards Jesus the Messiah that God is going to send. And so there's not a disconnect between the Old and New Testament. The New Testament, in specific, Jesus is the fulfillment of everything that God had begun in the Old Testament. So that's huge for a guy like Paul to say this because four or five years ago, he would not have said that. He would have said that Jesus was a heretic, that Jesus was claiming to be something that he was not, but yet Paul has changed his theology on this point, and he realizes that Jesus really is the fulfillment of everything the Old Testament talked about. So that's huge. And then the second thing is, man, I've I've just received so much encouragement and so much peace as, as a preacher for myself um, reading the book of Acts. And I think you, as a constant witness in your school and in your jobs and in your families, you can receive a ton of encouragement in this too. And that's simply this, is the message of the gospel is so simple. I mean, it's it's so simple. I mean, I think about what Paul is saying here. He's like, guys, look, the, the law and the prophets were all leading up to this. Then Jesus comes. He, he dies on a tree, right? They took him down from the tree. They put him in a tomb. And then verse 30, but God raised him from the dead. And now because God raised his son from the dead, we have forgiveness of sins. I mean, this this sermon here that's recorded is, is not... It's really not this crazy message. Like, it's really not. Well, it's a crazy, awesome message, but it's really not this crazy, in detailed, insane exposition of the theology of God and the doctrine of God and all this stuff. Paul, Paul is so simple. The prophets talked about this. The law talked about this. Jesus came. He died. He was buried. He rose again on the third day. And in him, we have forgiveness and redemption is of sins. So students, that's our message. Our message is the same as Paul. Our message is the same. Our hope is the same as the hope that Paul had. And it's in the hope of a crucified and risen Christ. The message of the gospel is so simple. And that encourages me so much as I preach. And I hope it encourages you as you share the gospel with your friends that we have the message that Jesus died for our sins and he rose again on the third day so that any of our sins, if we would believe in him, will be forgiven. And that is awesome news that we learn here in Acts chapter 13. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. 
and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.